The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. Welcome to The Shepherd at Work, a weekly program to help you learn how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. Host Mark Goldstein introduces you to individuals who are successfully and effectively engaging in marketplace ministry and gives you the tools you need to do the same. The Shepherd at Work is sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. Now, here's your host, Mark Goldstein. Welcome to The Shepherd at Work. Mark Goldstein in the studio, as always, with Mike Gilland. And Mike, this is the last show of 2023. It's been a crazy year, hasn't it? You know, it really has. And I thought, what, what a great idea to talk about how crazy it was, but specifically the the things that happened in 2023 that really affect Christians mm-hmm. how where we need to take stands and then in the second segment we can talk about things we're looking for in 2024 yeah and yeah how ideal it is for you to be talking about these things cuz over this past year you've interviewed dozens and dozens and dozens mm. of newsmakers uh influence people et cetera, et cetera, that yeah. have their finger on the pulse of a lot of the things that Christians are concerned about. So right. I'm just going to lean on you today to, to kind of give your insights mm. into some of these topics. And I, well, I think prepare. just jumping in, I think one of the big things that happened in 2023 would obviously be what happened with uh, Israel on October 7th. Oh, yeah. And that really carries ramifications across the board in every way, both for believers and then just generally speaking in the United States. We've always looked at Israel as being our chief ally and a a very special and unique ally. And to realize what happened on that terrible day, that is a day of infamy if there ever was. And obviously there are a lot of Uh, comparisons drawn from that day and the treatment of Hamas on that day to stuff that happened, you know, under Hitler. And I mean, this is just, you know, heartbreaking and unthinkable. And so for believers, I know we are continuing to stand. I saw a headline, Mark, uh, just recently from Mike Huckabee that made a statement that he said, now, of course, he's not only uh, a believer, but he's also speaking from one that was a governor mm-hmm. of uh, one of our fine states in the U.S., Arkansas, and also a presidential candidate at one point. Mike Huckabee said that if you're not standing with Israel, you're standing for evil. Yeah. And that that may be pretty close to the exact quote right there. So, I mean, this has uh, been a year where, as believers, we have been... Uh, reminded of how important prayer is because you and I can do very little but pray, but that we must do. Well, and what's very interesting now in Israel that in the past things would happen, but you'd listen to their political rhetoric and people were on either sides debating what to do. Yeah. That's changed now. It's Mm -hmm. coalesced. Uh, I think for Israelis, that was a tipping point. It was enough is enough we got to take a stand. And I agree. And I think, you know, from being one that has loved following um, Israel, and I had an opportunity to go there in 1985 in November of that year, 
I was privileged to spend 10 days there, traveled the entire nation. Mm. We did a circumference all the way, starting off from uh, where we landed in Tel Aviv. We went northward. We went through Haifa. We went up toward uh, the northern border. Then we circled across, came back down through Masada, Megiddo, and then we worked our way down to the Dead Sea. So and, what, what'd you come away learning then? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, the, one of the things, ironically, I learned, don't drink any soft drinks <laughs> if you go. Because on my last, I made it without any sickness on that trip. Uh, and it was an exhausting trip. We were on bus rides and out walking a lot. And when I went, it was November. Mark, it was like August weather mm-hmm. for Florida. I mean, it was so hot, you can't believe it. And uh, just before we got to Bethlehem, we stopped and I got a uh, a soft drink. Nah. I was so thirsty uh, and that was a bad mistake. And I, uh, I, I've often called, I've got Pharaoh's revenge. <laughs> That's so, what happened. Well, and you know, you don't even have to go to Israel to have a heart for Israel. That's and right. I think w- what Mike Huckabee said is very true because the only thing that's keeping Ezekiel 36 through 39 from happening is the support of the United States. Yeah. Yeah. And if the United States capitulates, um, just, you know, if you have folks, you haven't read it, read Ezekiel 36 through 39 and you'll see what's going to happen. And I think uh, that we all need to be looking at that and we need to to believe that God is at move even in the time of war. Mm -hmm. You know, I had an interesting, I mean, it was so amazingly uh, interesting. I had a guy by the name of Michael Johnson on my program, and he is the president of the Slavic Gospel Association, the Mm -hmm. SGA. And they've been working for some time through the Ukrainian war with Jewish refugees that were were leaving, and they helped them, uh, you know, the Slavic Association helped them uh, by giving them support and food and in some cases uh, aiding and transportation and mark you know where they they relocated them was Ashkelon mm. which was outside of the Gaza strip sure. and the, some of the very refugees that had just arrived in that community were then hit in October yeah. from what happened there so uh, it, it is it's heartbreaking to see what a lot of these people are going through and they are displaced and I, I believe all of us, we need to be praying for the peace of Jerusalem. And, and we need to continue to pray because you just touched on the Ukraine. When's the last time we've really heard anything about what's going on in the Ukraine? Well, apart from all of the monies that U.S. would be continually funding and sending that way, uh, I uh, I know that we've got, given a lot more than I think most Americans would, would believe. It's been quite uh, amazing. So when you look at that, but you're right, it's not so much in the news at no, all. No, and that's why getting back to the the Jews, remember the whole line, never forget? It's easy to forget. Yeah, it is. I mean, how many people are, th- are thinking about the Ukraine now, yet I've gone online and it's still war yeah. there, but it doesn't make it to the news that much. Right. Well, another thing, if we could jump subjects here, because I wanted to get to this as well, and that would be in the area of finances. We know that uh, we've been hurt big time by inflation over the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. 
And my wife and I were even having a discussion yesterday about her recent trip to Costco. And I mean, she said, she made this statement. She goes, Mike, you just can't believe how much more everything costs today Mm -hmm. than it did. So at some point now of recent, we've seen gas prices drop and that's helpful. Mm -hmm. But even when you look at where they are today compared to where they were two and a half years ago, still a lot more. But prices on other things, they have not gone down at all. In fact, in some ways they've gone up. So, and, and they become more hard to get as well. So these are things that I really, uh, which brings me to uh, a meeting I recently had with Nina Young from uh, the Sharing Center. Mm -hmm. Nina is just one of those heroes, local heroes Mm -hmm. that I believe is uh, just doing a knocked out work with uh, her team at the Sharing Center. Also, uh, Vicki Martin over at Christian Help. Mm -hmm. They're all doing these wonderful things, but the people who are really hit hard in this economy are, are the people who were barely making it before two and a half years ago. Absolutely. Uh, underemployed, barely making groceries, uh, paying the rent, and they're coming down, Mark, to decisions. And this is tough. I know that you deal with a lot of business people still. Uh, this is tough because people are having to make decisions. Are they going to uh, pay their light bill or are they going to buy food? Yeah, exactly. That's it. And what's shocking is that a lot of the people that are clients of those two great organizations mm-hmm. uh, used to be supporters. Yeah. You know, the, uh, in fact, what's amazing, you mentioned Vicki Martin. Vicki Martin, who is the executive director, many, many years ago was a client. That's right. Yeah. Part of her testimony that she shared yeah. at their big fundraiser. Yeah. So exactly. it's really amazing. But with that, you know, there are some. I think some uh, silver linings to some of these dark clouds economically here at the shepherd, for example, we were blessed this year to land the opportunity to host the Dave Ramsey show. And for three hours every day on the shepherd, Dave Ramsey and his team of people. And I've been able to have two of them on my show, John Deloney and George Camel are co-hosts of the Ramsey show. And they are both different. They both are from different backgrounds, but both of them were at points in their life where they needed to grow. And they are joining a chorus of people that are on and call into this show every day. And hope is being generated right here on our stations. Mm-hmm. And I think that has been, for me, a very exciting part of The Shepherd for 2023 is getting to have this program on our station. Oh, absolutely. And and more and more, uh, people are concerned. Are are they going to run out a month before they run out of money? Yeah, that's a, that's a great way to say it. Are you going to run out a month before your pay is gone and your bank account is emptied? And they really have these plans and, and ideas that anyone, I don't care who they are, and I don't care how much money they make, those ideas work across the board. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. So lots going on this year. I guess we're coming up to, up to a break, I believe. That's right. <laughs> well, why don't we go ahead and take it? Uh, Mike and I are sitting here talking about the year in past, and we'll talk a little bit about the year coming up. And uh, you're listening to The Shepherd at work. We'll be back in a minute. 
If you're a Christian business person and you want to meet people who want to do business with you, you need to join the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. Why? Because the mission of the Christian Chamber is to build kingdom, business, and community. And it all starts with the Christian principle of building relationships. To learn more about the Christian Chamber and all the different ways you can get engaged with hundreds of other Central Florida Christian business people, visit cfchristianchamber.com or call 407-258-3578. Ladies, do you want the men in your lives to be better husbands, fathers, and providers? Men, do you want all that and more? Christ-Led Communities has the answer. With men's Bible studies and group experiences, Christ-Led Communities has a curriculum that meets most every man's spiritual needs. Visit clchq.org to learn about your opportunities to grow in Christ in a Christ-Led community. The website again is clchq.org or 407-484-3899. Once again, here's Mark Goldstein. And we're back, uh, Shepherd at Work, Mark Goldstein, talking with Mike Gillen, and we're talking about the year in view and the year ahead. So let's continue, Mike. What, what's another hot button for you? Well, you know, as we come to the end of this year, uh, and so this is, this is one of those topics that not only has affected our current time in the present and, and just what we've seen in 2023, I think what we have seen that concerns us in 2023 that's going to carry over has been this tendency that a lot of people would say it is uh, examples of the DOJ and other agencies in the government, our, our U.S. government, that are basically becoming uh, almost weaponizing politics. Yes, in in a way that it's never happened in our country before. And so nothing I think is more shocking than what just happened with Colorado's state Supreme Court making the decision that they've made. And, you know, people can be for or against former President Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't care whether you are for or against Donald Trump or whether you're even a Republican or a Democrat Every one of us should be very concerned about what just happened because he's never, he was uh, potentially now, it's been ruled in Colorado uh, and, and it's been stayed there, but other states are starting to look at that as an example, other blue states. And there's a lot of buzz that if, if this, this is all being kind of built upon uh, what they're calling to be his insurrection or making him guilty of being an insurrectionist when that's never happened. Right. So this is at at best a real gray area that they've introduced at worst it's election interference of, of a scale mark that I don't think our country has ever seen before. And isn't it amazing? The more that he gets beat up on the higher his poll numbers get. Yeah, that is true. It could be that that we get our first president that he was elected primarily by write-in votes. Well, that's an interesting thing now because that would that would keep that uh, his name alive if yeah. people wrote him in, and I guess that could be. But you know, this is really concerning, and from everyone that I've talked to, and what I'm my limited, very limited opinion opinion based on research is that if the Supreme Court on this one, if they don't step in... They have to, yeah. And if they don't step in quickly, and I think that that is the modifier in this, mm-hmm. they've got to do it quickly. Right. If they don't, ballots are going to be printed. 
mm-hmm. uh, a kind of a momentum is going to be built among some of these other yeah. states that this could really become a a big big issue in 2024 that is going to only further divide the, and not only divide politically but the temperament of our country absolutely it, it's going to be bad for 2024 if they don't step in well, and there is just this underlying distrust because it it's blatantly obvious to the, the most casual observer yeah that the left is trying to do everything they can to keep him from being president, whether it's legal, illegal, whatever it's might makes right. Yeah. They're going to do what they want. I think what that says to the rank and file American, you can't trust the government. Right. You know, you, 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 therefore you have to stand up for somebody who yeah. is not in the swamp kind of thing. And I think his popularity is just going to continue to go up. I It's really interesting to watch it. And, you know, I've been since I was a young boy, Mark, and I remember not even being 10 years old, but being fascinated by the, the election between Richard Nixon and Hubert Humphrey. Well, no, it was when Nixon was with Kennedy a, a gun against Kennedy. Oh, OK. Yeah. I went all the way back to that. Man. Oh, Chicago so, gave it yeah. to Kennedy. <laughs> So, uh, but I'm watching those debates and I was greatly influenced from my grandfather who was very opinionated. I spent a lot of time as a young boy with my grandfather. And so he would, he didn't talk about a lot of things to me, but boy, would he ever talk about politics? And mm-hmm. I don't know why. I mean, you know, I'm talking about this, I'm I'm seven years old and he's filling my mind with, with stuff that I couldn't even comprehend. So but some what, of those things I did. So what was the punchline with Kennedy and Nixon? Well, the punchline there was he did not, even though he was a Democrat, because he he was a Democrat, but he was very prejudiced against Kennedy because of Kennedy's uh, being Catholic. a Catholic. Yeah. And so that's one of the things that he talked about as much as anything yeah. is that it, this is a situation that he was just really unhappy, generally speaking. But I mean, he would still lean Democrat back then. But uh, I was caught early on in some of these uh, because television coverage back right. in that time was also brand new. Sure. We had our first TV just a year yeah. or two before. And I'm watching this as a little boy trying to figure it all out. But I find it interesting to this day. So I think that we're going to see a big, big uh, to-do in in 2024. Again, division of people is my big concern. The conventions are going to be the top-rated reality show of the year. Um, I don't know how we can avoid it. Well, and here's a prediction. I predict Michelle Obama is going to be the presidential candidate for the Democrats. Wow. Okay, you're going to say that on, on the radio. I'm saying it on the radio. Yeah. And see, now you went back to the Kennedy-Nixon yeah. thing. Yeah. It's interesting because Chicago gave the election to Kennedy. Yeah. But a few years later, Chicago Convention is when the wheels came off the Democrat Party, right. and that's what lost it for Humphrey. Right. And Nixon got in. I think there there can be brokered conventions. Yeah. And we've seen that before. And I think if they get to the convention floor and they can't get a consensus on one person like 
Biden or whatever, they'll go for somebody that a compromise that everybody could go with. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where they ask her to run. Man, okay, folks, you heard it here first on The Shepherd at Work. (laughs) (laughs) And I know a lot of people have talked about that as a possibility. And there's also a lot of talk as to whether or not the things that are happening right now with Hunter Biden, to what degree that's going to impact uh, the Democrats as they go forward with their candidate, which has been Joe Biden, clearly, up until now. And whether or not his implication in all of his son's business what kind of a ramification is that going to have? Well, and see, look at the, the media again. When Donald Trump was impeached, it was every day. It was media, media, media. Yeah. How many people have really know that uh, Joe Biden is being impeached or that they're starting the, the That's the a very interesting point. It's, it's under, it's on its way right now. It's under, yeah. underway. Yeah. But uh, yeah, very little news coverage. And so that is, boy, that is concerning. Again, we're having this discussion, Mark, yeah. because we're believers and we try to do everything we can here on The Shepherd to look at life through the lens of a biblical worldview. What must we do? Guys, we've got to keep our eyes open as believers. And believers are, without a doubt, under more attack right now than maybe at any time in our <sighs> lifetime. You know, so there are definite uh, pockets of resistance against Christianity, and we've just got to continue to pray. We've got to continue to be involved. We can't turn our backs on this great nation. Uh, I'm, I'm just a believer that we live in still to this day in the best country. We do. And again, if you look at the, the research, Barna and other folks like that who really look at the, the, yeah. the, the Christian uh, community, um, we're actually, if, if you call yourself a Christian, for the most part, you're considered an extremist. Yeah, that's right. Now, you told me something in the break. We've got just a couple of minutes left here in the show, and I want to get to that. You believe something about the Bible is going to happen this year. When you look around the world, uh, the hate speech and the Bible, uh, there's a lot of the Bible that folks could say that's hate speech. Well, I think if the government says you're right and you can't use the Bible and the churches say, yeah, we can, they say, well, all right, if you want to, that's fine, but you can't have a 501c3 anymore. Yeah. So how many churches will say, okay, how many of you, how many of you members will still donate if you can't write off, you know? So I think it's a good thing. Yeah. But I think that's something we're going to see coming down the road. The government will step in uh, and say, if you want to use the Bible, you can't have nonprofit status. Clearly, we've got to uh, hold to our convictions as believers yes. in the days that are ahead. And maybe in ways that we would never have thought. I mean, attacks on First Amendments and Second Amendment rights right now have, uh, have already begun in you know, our, our culture. The good news is Christians... We have the latter rain coming. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And and I think, you know, to close, you know, our talk on all of this, uh, I think there are many serious things that are ahead, but we also have to remember that the end of the whole story, while we are in battles and skirmishes right now, we know who is the ultimate victor. Absolutely. And, and we can't lose sight of that, Mark, and we've got to have faith in that and trust in God And that's something that all of us can do. We must do. And what's fascinating is the journey. Yeah. We can watch things unfold that we've been expecting for centuries. Right. Well, are you going to be watching the ball drop this year? 
I will probably the the balls of my eyes will be covered <laughs> with eyelids. Before, well, Mark, I th- I really thank you for the year of great programming you've brought us with the Shepherd at Work. Thank you for your friendship. We're continuing to believe for you as uh, you're going through that transition, having lost your wife, and I know you're you're uh, you've got a lot of people praying for you. And it'll be a lot of year of firsts. Yeah. So it's it's. Exciting to look forward to. Well, it's going to be a big year, man. I'm glad yeah. I get to do it with you, my friend. And I feel the same way, Mike. So for Mike Gillen, this is Mark Goldstein. Have a very happy and prosperous new year, and we'll see you on the other side. You've been listening to The Shepherd at Work. Tune in next week as Mark will introduce you to another marketplace leader who will show you how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. The Shepherd at Work, sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. The preceding was a Mark Radio production.